guys, and welcome to the Anna Furu Show. I'm your host, Anna, and today I am going to share with you the story of one of my clients that I call Erica and how she transformed from living a life of intense stress and near burnout into actually finding peace and fulfillment with the help of self-compassion, as we talked about in last week's episode. So let's go to the show. So uh, I'm excited to share Erica's story with story with you because, um, as I told you yes last week, you know self compassion is so powerful and it's good that I'm telling you this, but I really want to illustrate like how this actually what what self compassion when you implement it into your life, what it actually can do for you, you know, and how it can transform your life. And I think that Erica is such a beautiful example. And and once again, Erica is not her real name. But uh, let me give you like the background of Erica and why she kind of came to me also. So she, Erica had been um, combining 100% studies uh, with work, 100% work. And... Most of us think that that's crazy, but I've met so many women who do this. And um, Erica was a teacher, so uh, that's a specific field. But also, I see this all the time with other clients who are trying to do a million things all at once. And this is so natural. It's so normal. And I just want you to know that if you're experiencing stress and you recognize that you are actually um, having a life where you maybe you're working a lot and you're studying or as Erica also had, she had a little kid, you know, um, in the middle of this. And if you have all of those things and you experience stress, as always, I want you to know that that's completely natural and there is nothing wrong with you. It's just, you know, it's it's probably a bit too much, uh, which it is for, for most of us. So that's always my message, you know, to kind of try to put some sanity around the expectations that we have on ourselves. And I know that so many of you guys who are entrepreneurs, um, there's like no one who really tells you or us, I'm also an entrepreneur, you know, no one really tells us how that we're, you know, that we should relax, slow down and just listen to our own needs in our body, as we talked about in earlier episodes. Um, instead, we're just getting, you know, the message of, you know, hustle and grind and just push through it and soldier on and, you know, like, try to be like Gary Vaynerchuk <laughs> or someone. So that's basically why I'm doing this episode. So Erica, once again, she was studying 100%, she was working 100%, and she had this little kid. So basically she was trying to do everything all at once. And this is so common. And of course, you know, when she came to me, she was uh, experiencing a lot of stress. And um, she was very close to a burnout. Um you know, we walked through the burnout symptoms that I um, shared with you guys in some earlier episodes. And this 
you know, we she had a majority of them. She she was demonstrating a majority of those symptoms, unfortunately. So she was really exhausted um, and very stressed. And this was partly because of her work situation. Um, but like the the things that we identified were that she she is uh, <laughs> she is a chronic overachiever and. Most of the people I work with are like that because you guys are so, you know, you just have so much capacity and you are really good at what you do. Um, so overachieving is something that really can lead to stress. And uh, I myself have definitely been like this as well as, you know, Erica also was had some perfectionist um tendencies you know and she had really high expectations on and demands on herself and I recognize myself very much in this as well and probably you do too you know you always want to make everything as good as possible and also she had a lot of harsh self-criticism and perfectionism overachieving and self-criticism they kind of go they're like the best buddies you know they go hand in hand so if you if you're a perfectionist or if you overachieve and you know that you like push yourself to really achieve a lot uh, and at a high level it's I'm gonna guess that you also have some kind of perfectionist um, trait or that you also have a lot of self-criticism and I talked about this in a self-compassion episode last episode but um, you know, when we criticize ourselves a lot, that is like the number one reason for stress because it puts our body and brain in an alarm state where we feel attacked. And it doesn't matter if it comes from an other person or if it comes from us, we still feel under attack. So Erica really had a lot of self-criticism, you know, and she was demanding like when we talked about this she she was revealing how she had really high expectations on herself all the time both about how she should be um you know performing at work at her in her studies as a mother to her kid you know and towards her family towards friends and she you know she was really criticizing herself a lot and once again Erica is definitely not alone and I'm really bringing this up because I th I would say that if we really look at ourselves we most of us can recognize ourselves in Erica so um, another thing that we discovered is that which is so typical for us when we have a lot of stress and that is uh, that she she was you know, a lot in her head um, to a great extent. And, you know, maybe it sounds negative, but basically Erica is one of the most intelligent people I know. And I know a lot of intelligent people because I've studied a lot, you know, and um, basically she is very highly intelligent. So all her life she had been kind of hanging out up in her head in a way. And once again, I recognized myself very much in this. Before I had my burnout and chronic fatigue years, I spent 
all of my time up in my head, basically. And that's how most of us do, because that's how our society is um, structured. That, you know, we our society only values intellectual stuff, you know, and we should be smart, or we should think and analyze and, you know, control our world and our life through our uh, mind, basically. So, so Erica uh, did struggle with, like, connecting to her body and to her emotions. And once again, the, we all do this, but I'm bringing Erica as an example because it's, she, she's really a, a teacher, teacher, you know, uh, as I see it, for how how most of us can gain self-awareness around this uh, and how we can diminish our stress. So we worked uh, a lot of, with like um, mindfulness and self-compassion. Like those are the two things I really um, go deep into with my clients when it's about stress. And um, she was, you know, learning how to actually, instead of just analyze things uh, as she was used to doing, when something happened or she was, you know, feeling stressed or she was having emotions, instead of trying to analyze everything, I kind of guided her to feel it in her body and then to use self-compassion. So instead of criticizing herself for feeling, for example, stressed or anxious or um, exhausted, how we... we um, we ex explored how she can actually turn that into self-compassion and how she can support herself through this. Um, and what in the be beginning was really challenging for her, you know, because she, obviously all of us have been criticizing ourselves for so long that we don't even notice it. Like most people, when I ask, like, how are you, do you have a lot of self-criticism? And they're like, no, no, I'm, I'm kind to myself. But then when we actually look at how they think about themselves and speak about themselves or speak to themselves, we start to kind of discover that maybe, you know, they're not really as supportive of themselves as, as they think. So basically, um, what... Erica and I did was that she was starting to first of all mindfulness like what is she actually feeling because most of us just try to run away from the uncomfortable feelings and that leaves us stuck in them because they get um, stuck in our body um, manifesting as pain and you know stress symptoms basically so by actually you know being mindful of her emotions and sensations in her body of stress um, she was able to start to relate to herself with kindness and compassion. So instead of beating herself up for feeling tired, for example, a day, someday, uh, she started to, you know, express compassion and support herself and be like, you know, that's okay. You've had a lot of stuff going on. You are both studying and working. So of course, it's natural that you're feeling tired and things like this. So this really, really helped her to diminish the stress. Like, as I mentioned in last, in episode five, um, 
being compassionate to, towards yourself and speaking to yourself in a soothing, uh, kind way, there's nothing more efficient to uh, to battle stress because it goes straight to our nervous system and it calms it down. You know, just like uh, a friend or a parent or some or a partner can you know calm us down when we're stressed or upset by saying that's okay, you know, you you did your best, it's okay to feel this way. We can actually do this to ourselves as well. And this is where the power lies. So, uh, from being so stressed and close to burnout and exhausted, um, when we worked around six months, um, Erica was able to not only experience less stress, but also get more energy. And, she, you know... At our final call, she really had this kind of peace to her and um, that I hadn't heard in the beginning, for example. And this is all because of her. Like, it's easy for a coach to just, like, you know, say things and stuff that you can do. But it's it's actually, the magic is in, in the client always. And just like, you know, our clients are always the ones who actually take the step to do something and this is what Erica did so she ended up cultivating self-compassion and starting to implement that on a daily basis and that was the biggest transformational moment for her um, that she had become like she'd gained awareness of how she was treating herself and speaking to herself and she started to actually turn that around from very critical inner dialogue to a much more compassionate, kind, soothing, supporting inner inner talk. You know, it's called self-talk. Um, so she grew self-compassion, but also parallel to this, she grew, you know, self-acceptance. And you might be like, okay, how much fun is self-acceptance? Like, duh, Anna. Well, I'm going to tell you, self-acceptance self is so key. It is one of the most important things because stress comes from not accepting yourself, your capability at the moment, and the situation as it is. So stress comes from a discrepancy uh, between the present moment basically and what we are capable of in this moment and what we think we should be able to um, do for example or how things should be as we think so by actually being compassionate to herself Erica was able to go from only living through her expectations of herself and her high expectations which were not realistic you know for her to actually accepting both herself but most importantly like her capability and her for example energy levels at a certain time um her you know that she had specific needs that were unique for her so maybe it wasn't suitable for her to you know study 100% while working 100% and having a little kid you know that's that's something that comes from self-acceptance and self-compassion, that you are actually able to accept both your limitations 
and your strengths so that you can build on those and build, you know, a kind of success and happiness that is authentic and sustainable for you and that you can sustain for a long time in your life because all of us can push ourselves, you know, and you guys know this, especially you entrepreneurs, like we can push ourselves for a long time, but it's going to have a price and it's not sustainable. So I always talk a lot about sustainability and sustainability is not just about the environment. It's actually about ourselves. That's where sustainability for our planet starts, you know, with us treating ourselves with care and respect. So basically, Erica's journey is a story about self-care and the importance and power of it and how you can transform your life through going from, you know, just pushing yourself um, to starting to take care of yourself, starting to listen to yourself, to your body, to your emotions and to your needs and starting to fulfill them in a self-caring way. So I hope that this is Uh, that you guys find this inspirational I certainly do I was very inspired by Erica and how she was able to turn her life around um, in with pretty simple strategies like I didn't teach her any you know crazy strategy or like you know you have to do a super elaborate self-care routine every morning and every evening like We looked at those things, but it wasn't that. That's not the important thing. The important thing is how you learn to implement self-compassion and so that you can take care of yourself. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode um, and that you saw from Erica's story that all of this with stress is so common. And It does not mean that you have failed. It just means that you... It's an invitation, basically, for you to start taking care of yourself in an even better way. And if you enjoyed this episode, uh, I would love it if you would leave a review um, and share it with someone. Maybe you know someone who is battling stress right now and who could need to hear like encouragement as Erica's story is. Uh, Also, feel free to subscribe so you know when the next episode is coming. And you'll find this podcast both on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor FM, and a bunch of others. So, uh, also, make sure to download uh, the Anti-Burnout Bible, the free ebook that I have in the link in the description. So, I'm going to give you even more goodies there. So you can, you know, create peace and fulfillment for yourself and avoid burnout. So I hope that you guys have a beautiful day and take care. 